I have a heart out in uh, a minute and a half. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast is brought to you by Cornplow and Cornplow, the official law firm of The Process and the Paul Green Rock Academy, the official music school of The Process. Are you down with TTP? <laughs> um, on the show today, boy, the Sixers lo- lose to the terrible Mavericks and then followed up with a loss to the terrible Hawks. Um, and you're still watching the games. And if you're not, we are. So that's what we're doing that for you. But luckily, uh, help is right around the corner as the Sixers signed. Um, oh, geez. I can't even remember his name. I'm now. not going to tell um, you. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember it by the middle of the podcast. Uh, they still can't guard guards. Uh, but we do have some Brian Colangelo relationship advice. Uh, people are dying for the final round of the Jigsaw Final Four. So we'll do that. And uh, around the league with Ish Smith and maybe some leftover mailbag questions. What is his name? He's the big slow center. Greg Monroe. That's who they signed. Greg Monroe. Thank goodness. Without any further ado, here is Run the Jewels. We are the murderers there. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have powder to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Welcome to the Rise to Ricky Sanchez podcast, along with a guy who, to remember old times, is doing this podcast sitting on the floor in the middle of a hallway. That is Mike Levin. Hey, buddy. Hi. What a what a fun streak of games. I mean, they just don't give a shit. They just don't give a shit. So. I don't want to give a shit. Yeah, but can I ask you this, though? Sure. Uh, the, they don't really, like, look, they, they don't send and beat out for the entire trip, which if, if the players already didn't think it, didn't give a shit, that sort of sends a, that, you know, like if you're another player who has to play while Embiid doesn't, I know they don't, they don't all think like that, but it has to go through your mind. Like, why, do, why am I trying during these games if the team doesn't even think that they're important? But two things. First of all, they don't really have the three seed totally locked up. I mean, if they, if they cough up the rest of these games, they could lose it. But the yeah. other thing is, they, they, I mean, they're only two games ahead, I think, now of the Celtics, right? I, I assume the Celtics beat the Heat tonight. Um, but the, the other thing is, and I saw the Pacers were winning. The other thing is, it's not like... Yeah, Pacers and Celtics and Raptors all won. Yeah. So it's not like they... I, I hate to be this guy, but they haven't really earned the it's okay, we'll be fine when the playoffs come along. The starting lineup, which didn't play tonight, admittedly, but the starting lineup has only played 10 games together. Um you're not talking about anybody on the team who has any real playoff success. And I, it's not like I think you have to go into the, the offseason, um, you know, on some sort of big winning streak. But that said, like, you would like them to have some sort of a rhythm because they play together so little. I don't know. It, like, it, the games don't matter really. But this does matter some, I think. And I, I don't know that they're the they're certainly not the Warriors or something or the LeBron Cavs where when they get to the playoffs they can just you're sure they can just go up a notch and everything will be okay. So it, it's not the end it's not like everything, but I also think it's not nothing. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I mean it's their offense was fine. They moved the ball, they sometimes hit shots, they got to the line thirty eight times. It was all their starters. Their bench took zero foul shots. Um, and their starters shot 22 of 38 from the line. They missed 16 foul shots. They lost by eight. They gave up 130 points to the Hawks. Um, they they ran the same play every time. It was a Trey Young, John Collins pick and roll. And yeah. uh, they couldn't defend it ever. Um, it's a frustrating... I mean, they didn't give a shit. That's... And I hear you and agree with you that they don't—they haven't earned the oh we can just fucking just walk and not care and we'll win some games and we'll just you know be ready for the playoffs. I think it'd be funny if they got if they dropped to the four seed. 
Yeah. In a dark in a dark way. Um, there's, <laughs> there's four games left in the season. Um, yeah. They, you know, they didn't give a shit. It's just, this is just kind of how it is. I think that they, they think they, the team and the players, I don't know about Brett or the coaching staff, but they certainly think that they have enough guys in the starting lineup to play them 38 plus minutes a night in the playoffs um, and get enough contributions from, we'll see if James Ennis is healthy enough to, to keep playing. Hopefully it's not something serious. He'll probably miss a game or two, whatever. Um, but I hope they can get enough contributions from your TJ, your Mike Scott, your Ennis, maybe Boban for a stretch or two, um, maybe John Collins for offense, defense with JJ, or John Collins, John Simmons. Um, yeah, I was like, did we get him? <laughs> we took him. <laughs> I would love to have him. And yeah. uh, like, and Bolden, and then and then and they'll they think that they'll be able to beat anybody in the league, and maybe that's true. Maybe it is. They have a bunch of good players, but uh, they don't communicate on defense. They don't force turnovers. Um, they rebound the ball pretty well, um, especially when Embiid's there. But even tonight, I don't think they got a ton of offensive rebounds. No, 11. Well, not bad. Bolden was pretty um, good. But, uh, to my eye, I'm not looking at the numbers, but Bolden felt like he had a few offensive Oh, yeah, I'm saying they didn't give up that many offensive rebounds. They, they themselves oh, right, right, had 26 right, right. offensive rebounds. I mean, in a game yeah. when they shoot yeah. 46% from the field, only turn the ball over 13 times, get 26 offensive rebounds, they should win. But their defense was just trash. They don't care. They really don't. And when the times they do care, they're frustrated. I think, like, there was miscommunication between, like, TJ and Jimmy. Um, and, and I don't know, I, I, maybe we hear more about that after the game. But, I mean, just not, not defending anyone. And that's gonna catch and, up to him. Yeah, like uh, like if it was not already, if they're gonna win in the playoffs, it will not be, be if they're gonna get to the finals or something. It will not be because like they they're go, the, the defense is is where there is room for the team to improve. The offense is already like good, and when you assume that 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 Embiid is in there. But their defense has not been good enough. And you would hope, I guess, that when everybody, like there will be an effort raise, obviously, when they get to the playoffs. But uh, their, their, their lack of time together makes, and you know, with all the, the switching you have to do in the NBA now um, and the communication, like you just worry, like, can they, the defense get there? I know that they don't give a shit, and that's the reason why the defense was so bad tonight, but it was, like, sort of the same thing as when they do care. You know, Trey Young, like, demolishing them is just, yeah. you know, the same thing. When they are caring, it seems like it's the same thing anyway. So that that is that is the worry. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to be more optimistic. It's hard to, like, watch these games and be like, well, I'm totally optimistic. But I'm just, I'm thinking about the games with those three teams, the, you know, the, a playoff series against the three uh, teams that I consider, you know, threats in the East. And I'm, like, genuinely concerned about the series with all three of them. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like, there's concern. a very strong odds that at least no matter who they play, whatever, they're going to lose a game by, like, fucking 25 and just lay an right. egg. This is that. That's what the team does. Like they've lost so many games by double-digit points this year, and they've won very few by that by that margin. That's why their point differential is like two point whatever. Uh, they should be better. They should be better more consistently. But that this team has decided to take the path, whether that's like a player's decision or coming from top down or whatever, or just trickle down from what, like you said, about they're not. Uh, pumped that Embiid can miss games and they have to play. I don't I don't I don't know anything about that. Um not that they're mad, but like it does send a It might seep into it. Just be like, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. whatever. But yeah. You know, they, they this team doesn't have a lot of heart. Like that's not like they don't like get their backs up and do a bunch of stuff. They they hit tough shots. They uh will get physical, absolutely, but like sometimes they're just like, yeah, whatever. We're in it for the playoffs. And maybe that shows up, maybe that changes. Who knows? But um, they are expecting that they can talent, to, like top tier talent, their way to winning a couple playoff series, and maybe they can. But I don't know. I'm enjoying watching the Phillies a whole lot more these days. 
Well, and even fucking that today. A walk-off walk. Oh, my God. It was such an exciting game to end that way. Holy moly. Uh, I, don't, I don't really have, I, you know, I, I, I can't even think of anything else about the last two games that, that is, I, I guess, TJ's hit a couple of shots. You know, he hasn't been, you know, I've, I've been waiting for him to at least look passable. He hasn't looked terrible, I guess, the last couple of games. Um, Bolden had a bad game against the Mavericks. Um, he was seemed, again, better to my eye tonight. He didn't hit any threes tonight, did he? No, um, over four. Yeah. And yeah. He's, and so he's over eight the last two games. Pretty rough. His, uh, yeah. his hard ball that he shoots really uh, yeah. reveals itself on the, on the foul line. Just he's under 50 percent for the season. I think, I mean, bad. Like, like a lot. Reddick was four for seven from the. Reddick had a nice game offensively. I think didn't you know hit a couple shots in the lane, which is, which is always shocking to me. Um, and you know didn't force too many things up. But uh, let's see. Yeah, Bolden is under fifty percent from the line this year. That is pretty dark. Um, and then the the flagrant foul was a weird call. I really something about small guards that like aren't muscly, like not Eric Bledsoe type, because he's pretty small, but like uh, like your Kyrie's, your Stephs, your uh, your Trey Young. I just and when when it, Isaiah when he was good, when like those kinds of guards beat us, I just want someone to like throw a clothesline at him. Like it frustrates me to no end. There's something about it. I mean, I'm I'm not a big guy. It's not like I have an, I'm an anti-small bias, but there's something about a little guard beating us off the dribble repeatedly that instills in me like a sense of real bloodlust and anger, and I just I'm like heightism. I want to just punch that guy on the top of his head into the ground. So that was frustrating <laughs> for me, um, on some level. Um. Other than that, yeah, I mean, I wish TJ was there's as as like being better defensively. Like he was a negative fourteen tonight, and it it felt that way. Um, so so was Mike Scott. Mike Scott looking awfully Mike Muscala-ish these days. Yeah, um, he was terrible. Uh, he's been he was really bad the last two games. Like yeah, really and bad. I, and I don't know. I mean, there, you know, the whole thing was like, all right, we got we fortified the the bench defensively at the deadline. And like, man, some guys are getting fucking beat repeatedly, just and just are not helpful, and they're not forcing turnovers. Um, you wish Boban could protect the rim more. That feels like something you can teach if you're that fucking big, doesn't it? I don't know. It's dark. I mean, this is the fucking doldrums of the season, and we got four games left. Then we'll get in playoff mode. <laughs> it's, they. I mean, these were process games except without any of the joy except I did laugh a, I still do laugh a couple times when Boban has his like I'm anytime Boban takes a point blank shot I laugh it's it's truly yeah. it's when, something when special he, to when at. he dunks when he dunks without jumping I even like the layups more oh really because layups it's like me you know laying it up on like my nephew's net where it's like I have to like just tap the back it's like you're generously laying it up off the backboard like it's you're reaching down to put it that's even funnier for me isn't it kind of weird that he is um, he's seven three and Embiid is seven two and Boban seems like at least half a foot taller than yeah. Embiid? Yeah, I mean that's got to be he, he was seven three when he was sixteen. I don't know yeah. if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> is he like he's so much? He's bigger. like Durant li- lying about not Absolutely. being seven yeah. feet. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to seem smaller. Nobody will think I'm seven eight. And if that's I, right. If I list myself as seven three. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I don't want to belabor. We have other stuff to talk about. I don't want to belabor the games. I just, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't like this at all. And I would like for them to get it together for the last few games. And I do not think that this is going to come out tomorrow morning. I'm going to be proven wrong. But I don't, I don't think Embiid's playing tomorrow. I don't have any inside information, but I don't think he's playing tomorrow. I mean, so, yeah. why would he? Right? We already yeah. beat him with him. Yeah. We know we can win. It should be. They should sit Embiid, and then Milwaukee should sit Giannis, and it should be like the scrub, the scrub off. I want. Well, like, luckily, thirty-six l- minutes. Luckily, for him Giannis. Here. Yeah, I, Giannis. 
Giannis doesn't seem like he's like super. T- Giannis has played. Uh, feels like they've managed Giannis's minutes pretty well this year because they beat the shit out of everybody all the time. Yeah. So yeah, but he's but he's uh, sat he's sat some lately. I just wish like look I, I don't I don't give a shit about the Greg Monroe signing I don't like they, this is something that they value right they think the team that they have is fine Greg Monroe is not somebody that you get to like play playoff minutes if you think that he's going to provide value from a mole perspective since he's been on the Celtics Raptors and Bucks all within the last like year and a half uh, then that's something I can buy into but in terms of like Greg Monroe from a playing basketball perspective. Like, there's nothing there. Like, he's Amir Johnson. It's all fine. Justin Patton is not somebody I'm going to miss. Like, he, the Timberwolves declined his option. He was just brought here to match salary. And if they're going to have a, a backup center that they don't really trust, it's going to be Bolden because um, he's still in his rookie deal. So, it's just they have so many I know. centers they can't guard anybody. I know. It's just, it's so crazy. I know. It's just, of all the positions, I'm not, I'm not making it a big deal, but of like of all the positions and of all the inadequacies at that position, yeah. this one is like the craziest. Yeah. It's like, I know. look, it, honestly, I don't, I don't even need, it would have been nice to just fucking like bring Jakar back on a 10 day. Yeah. Just like, yes, like if you're Bulls saying, did. exactly, if you're saying that the season doesn't matter and you just want like, High character guys. Jakar is just an example. Anybody, any pre, like any process guy, bring him back for a ten day. That like Brett knows and, and likes. Take your pick, Brett. There's plenty of them available. Hollis will come back from wherever he signed. Like, have that and make us happy with that. But like, is Greg Monroe going to do anything? Do you need another locker room guy? Do you need another guy that's like a nice veteran leadership? I don't know. Couldn't you just hire like a a nice old man? Just hire like someone who like does like teaches yoga in like wow. Sedona and bring him in and that's your veteran leadership. And like he was in the war and then he like found God and decided to teach yoga and take care of his body and like stop eating dairy. Like that's that's is that the value that Greg Monroe is going to provide? Because that feels like it. Bring it at least give us a process guy to enjoy when you're playing these meaningless games that we've like these are the games that we were. Like we love meaningless games. How about how is Zaire not playing in a meaningless game? If these are meaningless games, give us meaninglessness. Don't taunt us with this these fake this fake Jimmy Butler and this fake Tobias Harris and this fake Ben Simmons. I don't want to see them. I want to see the meaningless men come out and take some shitty shots and I want to lose by 30. That's fine. I want to get very excited about one Zaire defensive play on fucking Trey Burke, and that's great. Give me more of it. And then even if he gets beat every other time, give me one identifiable, This I project this out to a, a all-defense team in three years. Yeah, that that is that. I, I thought the same thing when I was watching. If you guys aren't going to try, just put in the other guys. Like, like rest. If you're not going to try, then just rest. Put in that's Haywood that. Highsmith in a blazer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Before we get on to other stuff, um, the uh, we have just over a hundred tickets left for the lottery party. If you would just, they're only seven bucks. They're all for charity, and uh, I would just like them gone so I don't have to think about them anymore. Uh, Choo Choo Madua Bomb is going to be there. I've seen mock-ups of the banner we're going to raise, which is a banner of us raising the banner. Um, what else did we talk about? Of course, the sponsorette. Uh, and the last one, it's the last fucking lottery party. So think about this. Uh, the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals is that night, and the Sixers are going to get the number one pick. And the only way you're going to be able to be with all of your process brethren is being at the lottery party. So uh, writes rickysanchez.com. And all the T-shirts are for sale, including the jersey, the party boy jersey, and what else? Ship of Theseus, and the lick face shirt. And the Guns N' Roses shirt that is now made famous by being held by uh, Robert Covington and T.J. McConnell and Dario Saric. Am I forgetting one shirt? Mm. Theseus. Cuss Cries? forgetting. Did you say that? And Cuss Cries. And the Cuss Cries one. Yeah, Cuss Cries one. So uh, all rights to rickysanchez.com. And, uh, and while we're here talking to you, our sponsor, the Paul Green Rock Academy. I have a hot take, Canada. There's like 75 fire trucks happening. Oh. So Okay. Uh, what do you got? I will say Greg Popovich got ejected a minute and three seconds into the Spurs Nuggets game, and I think yeah. Brett should beat it tomorrow. 
Oh, I think he should get ejected in the first take. minute and he should go home. And also, yep. me saying I have a out in a minute and a half now seems not as much of a joke as yeah, <laughs> as that the best <laughs> coach in the Greg basketball Popovich got did. to do it. So yep. I should get to do it. The Paul Green Rock Academy. Paul Green uh, of School of Rock now has the Paul Green Rock Academy. He's from Philly, big Sixers fan. Did not go on Fly the Process, even though he wanted to. Uh, he'll go on the next one. We'll make him go on the next one, and he'll bring a guitar. And when we do our In the Middle of the Hallway podcast, he'll, uh, I mean, I haven't asked him this, but he will uh, play an acoustic guitar, our ins and outs. We'll, Maybe he can we'll at least be like, the, the, like uh, sen- the sensor. Like a sensor guitar in case there's any uh, yeah, ra- racist yeah, men yeah. ambling by <laughs> with, a, racist with a sexist t-shirt. Any yeah. of those. That guy really nailed it. Had it from all sides. Yeah. <laughs> he was the best. Uh, but that's not Paul. That's not Paul. Paul Green Rock Academy uh, for kids and for adults. The new adult program starts April 29th. 500 bucks gets you into it. Uh, like I said, starts April 29th. The shows are June 22nd and 23rd. 500 bucks, you'll get eight rehearsals and two shows. If you mention Rights Ricky Sanchez podcast, you'll get uh, 20% off. And we are giving away a, a free spot in the adult program this uh, this time again. So just go to rightsrickysanchez.com slash Paul Green. So if you want to go, um, I was talking to a couple of guys on Fly the Process who did it, had a great time. Your kids whether it's a really talented kid for the uh, master's program or a, if your kid's just not that talented but you want him to have fun anyway, the junior program. It's a, dude, he's like, he's, this is his whole thing. Paul Green's made a name teaching people how to play in bands and practicing an instrument alone in your office like me is fun or your, your kid alone in, in their bedroom but playing with a band. That's, that's, the, that's, that's really when the music comes alive and that you or, or your kid will have an amazing appreciation for it. So, um, you know, and your kid gets in the band, then they'll play shows with the band. There's the Paul Green Rock Academy band going to play at the lottery party. Anyway, sign up or just find out more. Go to paulgreenrock.com. That is paulgreenrock.com. Uh, uh, while we're on the, the subject of music, uh, I wanted to let you know I got a tweet this morning that uh, from Max on Twitter, who said that so Amos is on tour, was in Minneapolis when we were there, and Amos Lee of the Right Tricky Sanchez podcast. And he tweeted at us that Amos said lick face at his Michigan uh, show last night. Truly insane. So, so I thought that was a lie. And then a half an hour later, I got a text from Amos that said, Somebody yelled at me, are you down with TTP at the Michigan show last night? <laughs> so he, he did. He answered. So in Michigan, he's being accosted. I, I guess I would just like to say Amos is in Philadelphia on Saturday night at the Met. And I would just like a lot of trust the processes at him and asking him if he's down with TTP. I think I need to see that. Truly so, ridiculous. Not yeah. what we expected when we started this podcast. No, he's like a real touring, like he's a successful musician that is now being peppered with ridiculous catchphrases on tour and he's playing along. There's a lot of times when you hear, like you go to a concert and like whoever the lead singer is like just talking to the microphone and sometimes you can understand what they're saying. Sometimes you're like, I don't know what this guy's rambling about. And so that's, the the Michigan people must have just written it off me like, okay, it's a a reference I don't get. There's a, all right, you know, look face, okay. Maybe that's another uh, yeah. new song that's coming out. What, I don't know. Sure. Cool. A, hor- a horribly named song. And I was trying to guilt him because we only have, I think we have like five months left of Run the Jewels, and then we're going to have to find another song. And, uh, but we can't use the other song Amos wrote for us because it's got music in it we can't use. And if he'll just fucking man up and make us another song, uh, we'll need it. All right, Mike. So if you don't want to talk about Greg Monroe, that's fine. Because what we have right now is the finale of the Final Four uh, Jigsaw, the Jigsaw Final Four. We started with eight things, and now we're down to two. And the one that you do not pick will be the champion of the Jigsaw Final Four. Mm. Here are your final two choices, Mike. As the crowd uh, leans in, there's a hush going across the crowd as if two strangers are getting engaged on the court in front of you. Um, your first choice is, for the rest of your life, your shower never gets warm enough. Um, let's say it is 30% from the, the warmth that you like it. Um, you know that, by the way, you know the feeling 
when you feel the hot water starting to go, like when there's none left, like that panic, like if mm. you just push it a little bit hotter. Anyway, and the second, um, the second choice, there's always a stone in your shoe. Right. And I feel like these, there could be, there's a, there's a version where we do this with worse ones because these are yeah. pretty light. By they're annoying. Comparison. They're, they're more uh, uh, yeah. irritating yeah. than anything else. I'm going to yeah. go with the one I will choose is the one that uh, occasionally happens in my apartment, which is my water doesn't get warm enough. So, uh, which means rock in your shoe has won the bracket yep. challenge. And is there a reason you took that? Mine would be exercise. I, I couldn't like. I, yeah. I couldn't exercise with a stone. And there's also like, because I'd be... And it's constant. And you're like, when you when you have that, you're like, you have to sit down and like, like cross your legs in a weird, in a weird angry way and like sort of like take your shoe out and be like, what, what the fuck is in there? Like you can't ever sit. I'll be doing that forever and I look like a ridiculous idiot when I do that. So that'd be tough and also exercise. Um, and I think... Uh, occasionally taking a cold shower is nice. So if I lean into that more I could I could become fine with that wow I can't ever think of a cold shower being nice I, the idea of it when it's hot out is great but the reality of it I can't ever it's fun it's to. a fun like little like test for your skin because like if you think about it humans in olden in caveman times weren't taking hot showers so they were warm they were cleaning themselves with cold water so I think it might even be better for you but I don't love it but once in a while, it's a nice little, like, it wakes you up. That's an interesting little logic journey you took us Thank on. you. Um, the, the cavemen were doing Look, it. that's what I'm trying to do. Just open your eyes. If, Ky- if Kyrie's listening, maybe he learned something. <laughs> Are you just going to kill what you eat from now on, too? Yeah, I, I do guess. now. All right. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the rest of the league as we're wrapping up the season with a little around the league with Ish Smith. I figured we'd do all our, our little segments here. As as we wind down, will you give me your MVP vote as people hem and haw a little bit? It's really come down to two guys. Uh, I, I forget who I predicted. Oh, I predicted Embiid at the beginning of the year. Do you remember who you predicted? Oh, did you take Kawhi? That's a very Mike choice. Uh, I don't would, remember. Do you remember? I don't remember. Okay. Predict- Who's your MVP this year? Um, I, I think you go Giannis. They're, they're the best team. The point differential is ridiculous. He's hands down the best player on that team. Um, Harden, obviously, is unbelievable. But you got to pick one. I think, I think Giannis on both ends is, the, is, pretty, is the, kind of the obvious choice. Yeah. I mean, if you care, I yeah. mean, Harden might not be a zero on defense anymore. Or it might not be a negative. That, I can buy that logic. But, like, Giannis is also a defensive player of the year candidate. So I think it's pretty clearly Giannis. Yeah, I think both teams would be trash without the guy, and they're both really good. So, uh, so that's, you know, that's on both their sides. I think the uh, the Harden one is a little bit harder to judge because it's so weird. But he is scoring thirty six points a game, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And the man that streak when Paul wasn't there was if it had happened at the end of the year. I think he would be a lock. I think Giannis is going to win it going away. Oh, I disagree. Um, I, I think, think Harden, I think Harden's going to win it. I oh, think people I still. Think so. I think as much as people, as much as like the part of six of Twitter that you hate, basketball Twitter that like likes Marcus Sol and that kind of thing, um, yeah. says that they care about defense. I think the regular people are like he. Even regular NBA reporters are still like he scored a lot of points. He's averaging the most points by a lot. He carried his team when they weren't there, and I'm going to go Harden. But it's like defense is also very important, and Giannis is probably a top five offense and defensive player, and Harden is top, you know, top three offensive and what top 180 defensively. Yeah, like he's pretty good. He's fine. I mean, like as far as like human beings, he's really good at NBA defense compared to you know. 99.9% 99.9% yeah. of the planet, but Giannis is a top five player in both ends. That's just crazy. And I think you, and, and they're the best team, so I think you got to give it to him. Uh, I would probably give it to Giannis. I would give it to Giannis. I would definitely give it to Giannis. Uh, but the, the hardened thing is, uh, yeah, I, I think they're very clearly separated from the rest. And if, if Embiid hadn't, if we hadn't had this thing at the end of the year where he just, sat out all these games, I think he would be right up there with them uh, because I think he is head and shoulders above like Paul George and Kawhi. 
uh, in terms of his importance to the team. I think we're seeing that a little bit. But uh, but yeah, I'd go with Giannis as well. How, how mad are you going to get when Pascal Siakam gets MVP votes? <laughs> I just laugh, man. I mean, it's it's like everybody following everybody else. People watch. Nobody fuck Pascal Siakam. I mean, seriously, he's not going to get MVP votes, is he? How many do you have to put on your ballot? Five people? I don't know. Is it five? I thought it was ten. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Oh, geez. Do you think I have a uh, rookie? Do you think, do you think I should have a vote? Yeah, certainly should have a vote. Thanks, man. You should definitely have a vote. I appreciate that. Uh, what, what would you rather me get? A vote in MVP or ringing the bell at Sixers game? Oh, I'd rather get ringing the bell because, like, you get voted MVP, it doesn't do anything for me. You ring the bell, like, first of all, the the pod gets credit, sure. but second of all, I I can I can complain about it for the next several yeah, years. Yeah, that'd be nice. So it, all right, fine, a final bit. question: uh, yeah. Would you rather me ring the bell pregame or in the Sixers locker room postgame? Because I had like a nice defensive play. <laughs> you, how did you wind up on the Sixers? Uh, they need guys who can guard the point of attack, and I'm the guy. No, I, I don't want you on the Sixers. Well, who's doing? What if, the it's, what if it's like an Andre? You, what if it's like an Andre Ingram type, the guy that the Lakers signed from the D League? That's like thirty something and like substitute teach still, uh, and they signed him for the last like three games, and he yeah, played. You're, like a you're not in. You're not nearly as an inspi- as inspiring a story. Is really, I no, I am much more on. integral to the Sixers' success than Andre Ingram was to the Lakers. Yeah, anything. but you haven't you haven't put in the blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, to be disagree. A team. Listen to some of the old podcasts. Had- why don't you? I've put in all of them. <laughs> remember when my you dick got? On a mic. Remember when my dick bled? Do I remember that? No. Didn't I land on it one Did time? We were talking bleed? about it. There was a thing I landed on the tip oh, of my penis. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't. That's, it that all counts. To do with the it all counts. Okay. I had to watch bad games, including these. All right. Sign, sign me, Sixers. The bell before the game. Okay. The bell before the right, game. Before the I'd game. Be fine with that. R- uh, rookie of the year, clearly Trey Young. Um, <laughs> I think the, adva- I the advanced stats still say, Luca. Do you care about advanced stats when it comes to rookie of the year, or do you just want to go with who you're most inspired by? Well. Here's my thing with advanced stats. I've, it, it's amazing that the hinky guy, uh, one of the hinky guys, has done this, being me. But I, my sort of rule with advanced stats is if, if you can't explain to me like, how it's calculated, you're not allowed to use it. Because I, I just maybe, and I think you'll agree with me if you, if you uh, don't do your, your instant on being, on being uh, like, old guy it's not what i'm doing but like i think the problem with advanced stats is they have like people use them to um uh there's too much finality to using them so like you'll be debating with somebody and they'll go oh well his rpm he's like fifth in the league and you're and then like the discussion is over and i think there's a lot less watching basketball going on and a lot less a lot more like basketball reference searching like the the thing that Ben Dietrich does in kind of a funny way, people do in a real way. Um, so I don't know. I like they're both on really shitty teams, and a lot of those advanced statistics, like like box plus minus and real plus minus, are based on, uh, and even offensive and defensive rating are based a lot on the other things going on. Um, and I think like the key thing for me with Young is like all Young did was get better, and all Doncic did was sort of like. Regress. I remember when he was having that really good first month. I said on the pod that like the thing that surprised me is that he is shooting way better from three than I expected. And if he continues to shoot that way, he's going to be really, really good. And he just didn't. Um, and the sh- the shot went away. So I think like and I think people don't watch a ton. Like I he I don't think he's that impressive when you watch like a full game. Highlights he's pretty impressive, but Trey Young is impressive when you watch a full game. So I think it's Trey Young. I think he's better. So yeah, that's me. Ask me. Uh, what do you think? Well, I did. That was your. Oh, oh, I, I just answered it. So who do you think is rookie? Shea Gilgis Alexander. Uh, what? Give it to him. He's great. <laughs> Defense has to matter. Yeah, I guess. This, You're right. That's for Charlie Widows. Okay. Yeah, good. Charlie. The, the, the Clippers, full of a team full of players that the Sixers need. That's yeah, right. Absolutely right. In- including some that they in- traded. Including. Including Landry Shamit, yeah. Um, do you think the Warriors will come out of the West? I mean, I really want to say no. I'd love to say no. I would love to say no. 
I would love them to lose in like the first or second round and for Durant to be like, you know, posing with James Dolan by like May 7th. Like let's, that'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I think it could. I think the, I think the Jazz are, you see like, like Jazz point differential is very impressive. They're tough to, they're tough to like score on. Even sometimes the Warriors. If the, if the Warriors go cold, I think it's possible they lose. I don't think they're going to. But Who do you think it's most likely they lose to if they lose? Mm, I still think Houston is missing Houston. a guy. Yeah. But they... Oh, right. I, well, yeah, I think they're the best team, but I still think, like, they cause you to play such one-on-one basketball, and if, if they're missing shots, I think it's possible. So I would say somewhere between Houston or Utah. That'd be my pick. Oh, man, I love the Utah thing. Never goes... I don't think the U- Utah can score enough points. I just... I don't think they I can. want to see I watch uh, a team 78 77 Eastern Western Conference Finals. Wow, games. like the uh like the 93 94 NBA playoffs. Absolutely. Like give the, me that. Like Knicks Pacers, yeah. All right, um you want to do a little we got a couple of good relationship advice questions. I, I can uh, do one. It's better than talking about the Sixers. You can do yeah. one. Hmm. Let me pick which one. Have we heard back from the guy who's doing the marathon? No. Wow. Must not be a no, fan. Must, must just come so. for asking relationship advice and then bails. That's all that he really cares about. Um, wait, do you mean the half marathon guy yeah, that we... That the half we, marathon Oh, guy. yeah. They, they, they left a, uh, a, uh, a review, actually, on, um, on Apple Podcasts. Oh, I guess we already passed that, so we have to do it till next week. Can't do an Apple Podcast review this late in the podcast. You'll have any people. Love the pod. Love the Sixers. Oh, Appreciate God. the chat. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, hmm. Do you want the... Uh, not not, okay, the, they're not both, the breakup they're, one. That's sad. <laughs> I don't want that one. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'll do the first one. This one comes from Eric Jr. the second, Love him. which I think would make him Eric the third. I am entering the final... Wait, no. I think, Eric, I think you're misreading it. That's from Ben. There's a Ben. Oh, you're right. That is from Ben. Eric Jr. the second um, broke up with his girlfriend, which I'm wondering if, yes. if it's uh, uh, yeah. Colangelo. I know my friend, uh, my friend Aaron bet there was there were prop bets on which is this is dark but uh brian colangelo and his wife getting a divorce by the end of last year and he bet that they oh would God. not and he won money on it really yeah. pretty good so what was the uh do you know what the i don't, I don't remember but he told me that he did i don't remember i can find out all right brian colangelo relationship advice and i keep my heart under my pillow with my teeth and other lies I've been waiting on your halo just to shine the light Just to shine the light uh, Of course, the music for Brian Colangelo Relationship Advice comes from our, our own Eliza Hardy-Jones of Philadelphia. This comes from Ben. Hey, guys. I'm entering the final months of my senior year of college, and I have a situation I bet a few of your other listeners can relate to. Throughout college, I've been attracted to one of my good friends, but never had the courage to make a move. But while I was dating a different girl this past winter, I noticed her start to act differently towards me. I even caught her staring at me across the room at a party a few weeks ago. Of course, I could be misreading things. Now we're both single, and I'm wondering if I should try to escalate things romantically in these final few months. If so, how should I do it? Thanks for all you do. Oh man, a a college relationship question. Does that does yeah, that tweak the it? End of college. The end of college. Too. I mean, I think you you could just ask her out to dinner. Hey, do you want to get dinner sometime this week? Do people do that anymore? I think so. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know about college, but in in adult world, they do for sure. Yeah. Um, or you could do a. Uh, hmm. Yeah, because you're already friends. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. Because I was, I always did the, like you know, if you if one of your friends' friends you had you're interested in, you try to be like, hey, you should have like a pregame at your house before we go out, and then we like talk, and then go from there, and then let the night take you. But for someone that already you already know them, it's kind of like, well, how do you do it? You're just gonna like make a move the first time. But uh, I would say just you know ask, hey, do you want to get dinner? And both of you will be like, is this a date? And then that's kind of fun. And you're kind of going back and forth, and there's uncertainty. That's the, that's the exciting part. 
Here's, I, I think one part of this that is interesting is, is that he said when he was dating the, dating the different girl, he started to notice her act differently toward you. That could mean simultaneously that she's jealous, but also does not mean that she's interested in you. I think like there can be a dynamic between like a male-female friendship that is um, almost dating-like without dating. Um, so like she probably had you to herself. And then um, I think guys can even get this way. Like when guys, uh, like if, if, if two guys are friends and the guy starts dating a girl and starts to pull him away from the friendship, the other guy can get weird about it too. Sure. I would just go for it, man. Just go for it. What's the worst that happens? Like don't be a like creep or anything. Don't be a, like- That's know, a caveat of all, make of sure all our relationship advice. She's, yeah, yeah. But like what is- yeah, like, dude, you're only alive for love. And if you think if you think there might be something there, like just fucking go for it. That is my advice. The worst that happens is she says no. That's the worst that happens is she says no. And if you do it in front right. of a bunch of Ricky fans, people will chant. She says she said no. She said that, that'd be fun. <laughs> I don't know if that would be That'd fun. Be fun for uh, me. Would be fun I would. Uh, yeah. I would. I. My opinion would be, uh, would be an ass to dinner, whether it's via text message or DM or uh, in person. If you just want to like, kind of, faux casually be like, hey, you want get you want get to dinner tomorrow? Like while you're like at a at like a hanging out with other people and like you're off like in the kitchen like fake dribbling of fake basketball. I'd be like, hey, you wanna you wanna get to dinner tomorrow? That that's that'd be my move. And then she'd be like, why are you dribbling? And I was like, I don't yeah, know, I mean, being, just I being mean, normal. Yeah. You went to do you want dinner? Wait, wait, what you do you think? You, you eat? Yeah. You want dinner? You dinner? Yeah, normal I'm stuff eating. like that. Uh, I think what you should do is involve our sponsor, wow. the official lawyer of the process, Adam Cornblow. Oh, wrong one. Cornflower and Cornflow. <laughs> Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You email Cornblow. Get her injured. At Corn. Yeah. No, no, I'm not even. Look, I'm being, this is, I'm being serious. Email Cornblow at Cornblow and Cornblow.com and say, Adam, I need some help. I need to know if she's interested in me. Here is her email address. Maybe just work through Adam. Now, he is uh, in charge with his mother of the premier boutique personal injury law firm in the Delaware Valley, but he has been known to be one of the region's uh, premier matchmakers. So... I, I'm, look, I'm not saying that's that's what you should normally call him, for him, call him about, but I think in this particular situation, he'd be really good at it. Um, and the most logical sponsor to mention after relationship advice. I did mention, aside from being a matchmaker, premier boutique personal injury law firm, in the history of, of the Delaware Valley, some of the best medical malpractice results come from mm. Cornblow and Cornblow. Three yeah. of the top 10 of the best. malpractice results have come from Cornblow. I don't know that that is the exact number, but it's it, it it's, it's subjective. Most likely something like that. I've yeah, it is the subjective. Facts, advanced malpractice yeah. stats. <laughs> the RPM of of personal injury lawsuits, but not just medical malpractice. Mike, let me ask you this: If you're injured in a car accident, can you call Cornball? Yes. If you're uh, injured at work, can you call Cornball? Yes. Slip and fall, call Cornball. Yes. Uh, beat up on the corner by some guy that you didn't even know. Oh, could you call Cornblow? I think so. Absolutely. You can, you can call him for anything. Look, if you're hurt, don't be a hero. And uh, what's the other piece of advice? Don't be a hero. Oh, and don't lie. If you're hurt, you could be entitled to something. And these lawsuits take a long time and they are very, very complicated. And that's why you need somebody who is honest, somebody who we know, and somebody who will take your call, even if it's about uh, hooking you up with your friend in college. That is Adam Kornblau. Uh, like I said, if you think you might have a case, don't be a moron. Give him a call or shoot him an email. It doesn't cost you anything. 215-576-7200. Ask for Adam. You know, when you call Cornblow and Cornblow, you're going to get a Cornblow, more specifically the Cornblow. Email him, Cornblow at Cornblow and Cornblow.com. Cornblow is spelled with a K. The uh, and is spelled out A-N-D and the rest, as they say. It's up to you. Let's end it on uh, some uh, Lorenzo Brown mailbag Can I read questions. the first one? The story is crazy. 
Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like this. Remember, a lot. you can email us at uh, right. I thought you would like this one. It's not even really a question. It's just a good story. Perfect. Email us at writes to Ricky Sanchez at gmail.com. That is writes to Ricky Sanchez at gmail.com. Okay, this Take one. Take it away, Mike. This one's from Alex. Thought you guys would, would like the story. You're right so far. I'm currently studying abroad at Tel Aviv University. I ran into with the one and only Scotty Wilbekin, who currently plays for the Tel Aviv basketball team at a club. Dude was pounding shots. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, being a, I'm just so far away from pounding shots. It's unbelievable. I couldn't be further in the idea that Scotty is doing it. It makes me like good for him, man. Yeah, Dude, live your life. Some, somebody offered me a shot when we were at a bar at um, at Fly the Process, and I was like, "No offense, but absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. That is one thing I don't need in my life is shots." I would take Continue. I would take shots on a if the Sixers are in the here's this if the Sixers are in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. For the lottery party, I'll take. I'll, we'll take some shots. Oh no! We, we'll have to. Okay. All right. We'll do it. Everyone does a shot at the same time. A shot, the biggest shot ever. Yeah, we'll get a bunch of people. And but if you don't want to, you don't have to. Okay. You don't have to be forced into it. Yeah. All, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if you want to participate, you're more than welcome. Um, yep. I'll continue. Dude was pounding shots, and of course, being a process fan, I'm going up to a one-time processor. I walk up to him, all drunk and sloppy, and and of course, the first thing out of my mouth is quote. Scotty, do you still trust the process? <laughs> Dude looks at me dead in the eyes and says, quote, hell yeah, baby, go Sixers. Ne- the next line, wow. which is my favorite line, he buys me a shot. We shoot the shit for a minute and we go our separate ways. Quick example of the process culture that lives on internationally. Love you guys. May the shirt live on forever. Hashtag TTP. Great email. Thank wow. you, Alex. Yep. Any, any yep. more former process... Uh, interactions in the wild, we will take them. Um, if anybody's running into like Adonis Thomas at like the vet, uh, or you know, Casper Ware at a Foot Locker, just you know, anything, we'll take it all. Let us know how it goes. And if you, and and Jacob, if you see uh, Alex, Scotty you have the from Alex, Alex at the I'm top, sorry. yeah, and then you okay, have the okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's Alex, very upset me a lot that you did it twice. It's your. If you see Scotty Wilb. If you see Scotty Wilbekin, ask him if he wants to come to the Yes. I would love to have him there. I, I thought he was really going to be. I thought he was going to be good. Scotty I Wilbekin, hope. I yes. Him. A lot of people thought that he was going to make the team over TJ. Um, yeah. I I would like. It'd be fun if this. I mean, we've said this before, but a, a former process. Uh, Float, whatever it's called, bus, uh, at the yeah. at the fi- NBA Finals lottery or whatever parade. I think there should be one. <laughs> I think there should be. <laughs> this is re- off really the rails. Fine. Uh, yeah. I th- I think there should be like we, we should get Matt Koshwal. We should get Joel Anthony, even though he's never f- officially a Sixer. Yeah. Anybody on the shirt that wants to come, we should find a way to like fly them in. That'd be pretty good, and let the six and make the Sixers put them on a float. Let's go. This one comes from Jacob. Hi, Spike and Mike and Kristen. I'm making a process quiz app for a school project. Man, school projects, they're making fucking apps. What a what a world. I was making a catapult out of a mouse. Hey, we support Coded um, by Kids. I'm sure they're making apps. Yes, we do. They're making apps. They're becoming entrepreneurs. Coded by Kids is going to be on site at the lottery party uh, along with Providence Animal Love Center. Love it. I, uh, I'm making a process quiz app for the school project, and I was wondering if there were any obscure bits of lore, either uh, obscure bits of your, either of you, that would be good to include as a true test of people's process knowledge. I already have Shirley Temples, Henry Sims being Lickface, and the Hollis line, but I want to make this truly difficult to weed out the normies, uh, he says, as Spike would say, but we both say that. So um, any other, like, sort of, He's he's mixing in process knowledge with pod which knowledge. Which yeah, I think I think doing uh, I like finding people he, that were process sixers, like make having say, which one of these is not a real person who was on the process sixers and naming like four of them and then making up a fifth name as like uh, yep like Damien Valdez. That's a fake yeah, one. Right? That'd be a fake one. Yeah. <laughs> I was just giving an example yeah. of someone that is yeah. not on the sixers. Uh, maybe um, what? I- uh, hmm. Hmm. 
uh, I'm trying to think of things that are sort of like out of, uh, you could put the people on the, the Mike Weber, you could ask who the uh, band list is named after. That would be the that would be podcast knowledge. Yeah, but he has pod, podcast knowledge. That's pretty deep. Henry Sims being with that's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mike Weber didn't even win any Oscars. But, no, lost one. Uh, lost way more Oscars yeah. than I've ever lost. Yeah, me too. Um, let's see. What about um, who led um, the first hinky year in blocks? What do you think? Who do you think it is? Blocked shots. Wow. Thad? No, Thad was third. Okay. Ugh. Spencer Hawes. Hawes, yeah. Oh, my Second God. was Michael Carter-Williams. Fourth and fifth. Very fun. Fourth is Jarvis Varnado. Jesus. And, and fifth yeah. is James Anderson. I would take both those guys on the team right now. Yeah. I would take both I of think, them. I think you're right, yeah. How many guys... <laughs> okay, Bernardo. wait. How many guys from the 2013-14 Sixers not... That were not like there when Hinky got there. Would you take? So that would I would say James Anderson is one. Would you take him? You said yes. Uh, yeah, I would. Lorenzo take Brown. Yes, would you take absolutely. him? Uh, yeah. Switchable wing. MCW. Yep. Wow. Uh, Brandon Davies. <sighs> no. <laughs> okay. Dwayne Dedman. I think that's a yes. <laughs> yeah. Darius Johnson Odom. Uh, yeah, he's point guard. Sure. Eric Maynard. No, he was, I mean, did he even, how many games did he play for us? Three? Not many. Um, eight. Okay. No, he, st- he stinks. No Eric Okay. Maynard. Uh, Darius Morris from Michigan. Played with Stauskas in Michigan. Yeah, I barely remember him. I don't even know. Would we? Would we take sure. him? Sure. Why not? Uh, Arnett Moultrie, no, I'm not going to count. That's a no. Uh, Byron Mullins. No. <laughs> no, he's just like the worst mascot. Yeah. Can't even shoot. Uh, James Nunnally. Yeah. I think that's an absolute yes. Yeah, definitely. Daniel Orton. No, he was he got kicked out of the, I believe, the Philip, Filipino Basketball League for insulting, uh, what's his name? The boxer. The Filipino boxer. Remember? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Not a boxing guy. Uh, Henry Sims, I think. That's oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. The guy that, uh, wait, the guy that, what's his name, fought twice. Um, that he, he avoided him the whole time. Um, you're thinking of like the, the real, the guy that fought Mayweather, Pacquiao. Yeah, Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao. He got kicked Pacquiao. out of the Filipino yeah. for making fun of Manny Pacquiao or insulting him or saying he wasn't good. I don't remember what. Uh, Henry Sims, I think that's a yes. Adonis Thomas, we've already said yes. Hollis Thompson, absolutely we'd take Hollis back. Jarvis Renato, you already said yes. Yeah. Would you take Casper Ware back? Yeah, little spark plug. Absolutely. Elliot Williams. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I mean, him and Lorenzo Brown are the same guy. Basically. No, Elliot's longer. Uh, and surprised he didn't get another shot. And finally, which is an absolute yes, Tony Roden. Oh, come on. I love Tony Roden. If anyone knows Tony Roden, I want him at the lottery party too. I can't find yeah. him. Man, I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, this one, to a couple more. This one comes from Troy. Soccer leagues allow their players to choose, wh- choose which name, first or last, they would like on the back of their jersey. Spike, do you think the NBA would be smart to allow this? A Zion jersey would be much more fun and marketable. Magic, Kobe, LeBron, etc. Mike, which former or current play- f- players would be your favorite jerseys? Any process? Boban. Um, I th- yeah, definitely Boban. Uh, they... They already did the nickname. Yeah, thing I think it's, I think it's kind of lame. I think it's kind of lame. Honestly, yeah, it feels fake. I think so too. It feels pretty fake. Yeah. Yep. So I if, say no. If guys want to so. change their name to just be one name, like Pele or whatever, then sure. great. Then absolutely, Nene Hilaria. Yeah. Nene, absolutely. Nene. Yeah. But for sure, you don't just get to. I feel. I feel like deciding is kind of weird and and very like youth sports ish. Uh, Mike. Uh, this comes from E. Mansky. You have to spend the rest of your life in the confines of either Bucks County, Delaware County, Chester County, or Montgomery County. Which one do you choose and why? Uh, I'm from Bucks County, but my parents now live in Montgomery County. Hmm. Where in Bucks are you from? Uh, like the Newtown, Richboro area. Okay. Way up there. 
Is that up there? Doesn't feel that up there. Uh, Newtown is. Newtown's mm. up there. I guess it's not like I don't even know. How, there's like there's deep bucks, and that's definitely not deep bucks. Um, I was like 15 minutes from County Line. Anyway, we can talk about this forever. Uh, uh, I don't know. You tell me. You're a, you're a Delco guy. Yeah, I mean, I like Delco. I'm comfortable with Delco. Everything else seems kind of... I mean, I've lived in Montgomery County. I lived in Dresher. It was fine. I love Glenside, which I think is Montgomery County as well, so I would live there too. Um, you know, uh, part of Ardmore is in Montgomery County, which is fine. You know, Haverford mm-hmm. is Montgomery County. is fine. Mm-hmm. I have to pick one. Um, my parents, Delaware County is more, more affordable. I would take Delaware sure. County. My parents live in Hapro. My yeah. sister li- used to, I don't know, she, she lives somewhere else now, but she used to live in Willow Grove. Um, yeah, it's all, I'd take it all. I mean, I, I'd rather live here, but if I had to move back, I, I'd be fine. Uh, I love this one. This one comes from Jeremy. Who would win a one-on-one basketball tournament out of all oh, the sponsors? Oh, Interesting. Interesting. I, interesting. Okay, so let's let's let maybe this should be the sponsorette. Maybe we should factor this in. Yeah, we should make them shoot free. Okay. Throws. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take this for the bachelor for the lottery party. Let's not answer it now. We'll, oh yeah, really? We'll find out. We're okay. All right. And maybe I mean we should do uh, at least it should be like a like a mini hoop and like a mini ball on stage. That should factor it in. Uh, yeah. Like a yeah. We can yeah. do that. We can get that up there. Yeah. Um, I think that's. Pretty much it. Oh, here's another sponsor question. Here's another funny one. Uh, for each one of your sponsors, which process era sixer would be the, the most likely to purchase their product or service? Wait, say it again? For each one of your sponsors, which process era sixer would be the most likely to purchase their product or service? Interesting, interesting. Okay. Uh, feels like Mike Scott's a kinetic guy. Oh, I guess it's not a process era yeah. sixer. That should count, I feel like, because it fits. Yeah, let's just keep all. Let's say all. Of um, yeah. I would, I, I would agree, Mike Scott with Kinetic. Hmm. I could feel. I could. Th- there's a story that that was told on this podcast about, uh, which I almost, and kind of did steal for brotherly love. Um, the Tony Roten, uh, reach out on Twitter to have somebody fix his iPhone. Uh. And the, remember, they the kid learned yes. how to yeah, fix that's, an I mean, iPhone that's the best part, on that's YouTube. That's the best part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I would say I could see him, like having something happen and just like seeing, okay, this Cornblow guy gets it, so I'm gonna do Cornblow. So I could, I'm gonna say Roten for Cornblow. Um, and Bede feels like an LL guy. It feels like he would he would honor it, and he he would go right to right to the source. Did you see the video on Twitter today of TJ going with somebody to a different jeweler? <laughs> that's tough. That stings. Yeah. Well, it, it comes with, I mean, they're a, a Sixer sponsor, yeah. so I understand why he had he to He seemed it. like he was a hostage. And remember, big, I, I can tell you there are- And Bede's obviously also a big th- barker. Yeah, there are, I can tell you there are at least three process Sixers that have big barker. Really? Nuggets. I can confirm. Why yes. can't you say who? Because I don't want to act like they're endorsing it when they're, they're not. You mm. know, I think that's not fair. Okay. But let's put it this way. We've- <laughs> We've only been in direct contact for our events with so many process sixers where I would get their address, right? Oh, so you as in you send it, it to them. They didn't buy it on their own. Right, yeah, they didn't okay. buy it. They didn't buy it. We we but they they do have them and they do use. Okay. Them. Does, does it um, have the in, in Ricky fact, logo on there? Uh I don't know. Mm. Uh one of them specifically requested the bed. I don't know. Oh, I one of them does, and one of them I don't think does. That's and that's an addition. So one of them does. So it's Embiid, and then two others. Mm-hmm. And so, just to remind people, the people that we've had on our yep. podcast, Elton yep. Brand, Dario, yep, Covington, yep. TJ, yep. correct. And we're not counting Eric anybody Smith. else that was on the podcast. No, no, Brett Brown. No, we had we had Stauskas. We had Stauskas, but uh, I won't. Well, I mean, he was on the podcast. Roten was. Do those guys count? Yeah, yeah, sure. But you don't mean those guys. No, I don't have the guys. Yeah. Okay. And the the last one. This is a great question, and it is apt to end on. This comes from Anthony. When you're about to eat a sandwich that has already been cut unequally into two halves, which half do you eat first, and the bigger one or the smaller one? Depends on how hungry I am. Depends on what kind of sandwich. 
I, mm, I'm trying to. Imagine. I think you got to go smaller one first. That way, you're leaving the bigger half for yeah, second. That's that's what my that's my gen. Okay, so the the kind of person I am, absolutely, is that kind of person to eat the smaller half first and have the bigger half like it's an exciting treat. Like, oh, this is the bigger side. But I'm trying to think about all the times I eat sandwiches, and I think I am so hungry when I eat it that I just I take the bigger thing and I just go for it. Hmm. I always go smaller. It's the right. It's the right call, but I'm a hungry boy. Yeah. All right. Well, he's a hungry. He's a hungry boy. boy. We will talk. Sixers will never win again. That's it. I want. I for whatever reason, I'm invested on them winning more games than last year, which means they have to win out to get there. Yeah, seems unlikely. But they won 16 in a row last year. Why can't they win four? Mm. And like I guess seven of these four games are against can. the Bulls. Yeah, all the the other three are against the uh, the Hornets and the. Yeah, we got to get a couple more in for with those guys. Yeah. All right. We will talk to you again on Sunday after the uh, the Bulls game. The Bulls game is Saturday night, and we'll talk to you on Sunday. And then the then we're like in playoff. We are. Time, right. We have we'll have one more after that, and then playoff. You want time. you want so Detroit, not stuff. Brooklyn, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's it. All right. You down with TTP? Yeah, you. No. Lick face. We are the murderous pair. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have powder to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Get done. I'm in a rush to be numb. Dropping a thousand ain't much. Come from the clouds on a missile.